Digital is the future, and we are that future. We are. Touch HD. Well, guys, another little thing that I thought I'd catch you up with and bring you up to speed with this week is the rum industry. I think that, like me, we've all, you've all been listening for a long time about this rum revolution that is rumbling underneath the sort of streets of Gauteng and Cape Town and Durban and what have you. And we're waiting for it to actually become more than a rumble. But there's one person who has decided to actually do something about creating this rum swell and making it into a wave rather than just a swell. His name's Andy Kylo. He is an amazing guy who single-handedly is trying to get this rum industry off the off the ground. Andy, thanks for joining me on Touch today. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And it's great to be there and also to all the people outside. Good. So, first of all, is rum your, your, your tipple of choice? It is now, but it wasn't. I was a, a whiskey drinker to start with. Oh, really? Um, and so, and tell, so us, tell us what turned your head around. Um, it was a business opportunity four years ago when I was doing some tasting with a friend who had some uh, rums that he brought in from his travels. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he did what everybody else does. He put a lot of ice in it and threw a a whole lot of coke in it and then told everybody to taste it. And it it brought back memories of old college and army days. And as I said, that wasn't the the greatest memory for me. So didn't quite enjoy it until I picked up uh, the one glass that he hadn't yet managed to put ice and coke into Mm. and took a smell on it. And I said, wow, that's got a fantastic nose. It's delicious. And then I took it to Wendy, my lady, who's rum Betty, and she told her to smell it. And she said her words were, Geez, that smells very much like a whiskey. They do. A lot of them do uh, smell like whiskey. A lot of them do, yeah. And um, the um, he, uh, his wife was sitting with me and he turned around and said that oh, Frank had bought this bought these rums when he was in the UK and he paid more than a hundred pounds for that bottle. Ooh. So I went back to him and he said uh, the four rums we've just tasted we paid more than a hundred pounds for each of those. Wow. And I sort of lost my sense of humor and told him <laughs> that I would never drink decent whiskey like that. So I don't know why we're drinking decent rum like that. And we did a, a, a new tasting and he suddenly realized what he had. And then yes. from there, I just did some research, found out that we had very few premium rums in South Africa at yes. the time. Yes. Um, and got on the mission, went over to Miami. Um, Became a rum judge at the Miami Rum Festival. Good. Went over to um, to the UK to Rum Fest, which is the original rum festival run by Ian Burrell, who's now the global rum ambassador. Yes. And then across to Paris as well, and did tastings with all of the guys there. So, um, so got is, to understand anybody, what rum was about. Is anybody funding this for you? Is anybody helping you create this this whole thing? Frank, this Frank whole was rum helping story? me. Yeah, Frank was helping in the beginning, but um, Frank's a, an entrepreneur and he saw opportunities in other um, avenues where he wanted to rather carry on investing his, his money. Mm. So um, for the last year and a bit, I've been on my own um, and just knocking on doors and trying to talk to people. I must also tell you that when, when I went overseas to Miami, there were only um, two people selling rum, sorry, three people selling rum in South Africa that was made in South Africa. Really? Um, <coughs> and, pardon me, um, today there are more than 25 craft distilleries out there and probably mm. about 32 to 33 different rum brands. Mm. Some of them obviously from, from um, 
contract distillers. Yes. Yes. But it's growing, and that's in four years. So well, it is we growing, it, and for anybody yeah. out there who's listening to this to this podcast, who is a rum a rum bro, um, any any sort of entrepreneurial skills, investment ideas, I'm sure would be very very welcome by Andy Kylo. So, but I'll give all those details later, um, so that they can be downloaded on the from the podcast. Mm. But Andy, last year, was it last year or the beginning of this year that we had a little bit of a, a rum jury in South Africa and we it tasted... It the end of last year. Yeah. Yes, and we <laughs> tasted some sort of 48 or 50 rums, I think there were. How many were there? It, it was 46. Mm. Um, and of those, uh, and it was all a blind tasting, if you remember correctly. Yes, yes. Um, there were some phenomenal rums inside. There's some wonderful international ones. Yes. And then there's a few that need some work on. Um, yes. And that's what we, we're trying to do as part of the industry is to, to grow the people and help them understand that they, they may have a product that doesn't match um, a taste profile now, but if they work on it, they can grow it. Well, you know, it's um, interesting. So many people that I speak to, and I, I come across so many people in the course of a week. I, you know, my shop, it's like a railway station. Mm-hmm. And so many people that I speak to say they cannot understand why South Africa has been so slow in catching on to this rum revolution because Europe is pumping. London is pumping. And if you have a look at a lot of the cocktail bars in Johannesburg and Cape Town, most of their cocktails are rum-based. Most cocktails around the world, the, the top, uh, your classic six, five of them are rum-based are cocktails. Rum-based. People don't understand they're drinking rum yeah. when they're having a cocktail. Yeah. Um, well, we say, I, think, a- I think I was definitely a sailor in my past life because I love rum. And the other thing I wanted to say is that I think that South Africans must actually jump onto this bandwagon because we have a history of making fantastic sweet spirits we really do we make fabulous brandy we make fantastic sherry we make brilliant port we make andy watts is producing some of the finest whiskies in the world out of south africa yeah and we start we really do need to start encouraging south africans to start this craft rum industry, just like they all jumped onto the gin industry, craft industry, we need to do the same with rum. And we've also got a, a major um, sugar industry here. So access yeah. to sugarcane juice, if you're in the, the KwaZulu-Natal and Pumalanga Easy. area, is mm. not that difficult. Mm. Um, and then our access to molasses is almost second nature to, to most people. Everybody thinks about molasses as being horse feed or cattle feed. Mm. Um, it's actually the base of probably 70 or 80% of the rum around the world. Yes, it is. <laughs> I believe that Swaziland is making some fantastic rums, and I believe that a lot of the molasses content is being shipped out by um, an ex-SA breweries director, I think, who's doing that whole industry and sending it to America. That's what you told me, and if you remember correctly, we tasted one of the rums yes. at Swaziland, yes. and um, it's one of the rums that will be getting an award at our um, cocktail, at our industry um, enrichment conference and SA jury awards next week. Well, let's talk so, about those because <clears throat> that is actually a public pre- a platform as well, and anybody who is interested in rum, who would like to learn some more about rum, and who would like to taste those rums that were awarded during our rum jury, which we held at the end of last year. It is, you can actually buy tickets. Now, let's just, Andy, tell everybody where and how they buy those tickets. 
they go to www.rumjury.co.za. Um, there's a big red banner that pops up and tells you buy your ticket here. But there's also an agenda which will give you the list of what all the, the points are that we'll be discussing on the day. It's on Tuesday, the 25th of February, which is next week, Tuesday. Yeah. And then at the end of that, we'll be awarding the, the gold and silver medals to the rums that, that won them. Yes. And finishing that off with a networking opportunity to talk to distillers, talk to brand ambassadors. Um, talk to um, cocktail guys, mixologists. We're going to yes. have some some of jo- some of Joburg's best flaring bartenders there, giving us a bit of a show and having a bit of a competition. Yes. Um, never mind. Never mind some of. Never mind some of Johannesburg's best. Some of the world's best because our guys are doing extremely well all over the world. Absolutely. And Julian Short will actually be talking about rum and um, cocktails. And you've uh, had a chat with Julian many times on your. Yes. Radio, yes, uh, I have. Spot. And you know, the other thing that I learned there, well, not didn't only learn it the other day, but I think it was during the course of last year, we stopped producing mainstay cane. And mm-hmm. if you look at it, really, mainstay cane is sort of a form of a white rum. And it was it's one of the sort of it was one of the <laughs> was one of the biggest selling white spirits in the country. I don't understand why they've stopped production. It's the only country in the world where we have a, um, a, a category in, in spirits called cane spirit. Cane, yeah. It and, is rum, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's rum. It's made from molasses. not even made from sugarcane juice like you would expect it to be. Yeah. It's really made from molasses um, as an industrial distillery. So it's been um, distilled quite a few times through the column distil- uh, distillery. Yes. And it has all the flavor and um uh, the, the nose and flavors taken out, so it's really just a, a bland spirit. Yes, which, yeah. Which is, I think, what the, they were aiming at. Initially, it was obviously put together for the the lower end of the market, and they were trying to just give everybody the cheapest possible spirit they could. Well, it worked. I tell you that it was the biggest <coughs> selling white spirit in the country for many, many, Absolutely. many years. It was great Absolutely, spirit. Yeah. Um, and you to get back to the twenty fifth of February, <coughs> which is next Tuesday. Um, you can plug into some or all of the day's proceedings. There are talks being held or being given by um, a couple of people in the industry. There will be tasting, there'll be tea, there'll be lunch. Um, I'm really, really hoping at this stage of the game and maybe jumping the gun by announcing it on radio, but I think that we're going to have the Cuban ambassador come and join us in the evening and... Um, that would be phenomenal because that's yeah. beautiful rums out of Cuba. Yes, so we're busy, we're busy whining and dining and and wooing him at the moment. But I think it looks like he's going to change things around in his diary, so that he can come and meet you and meet all the people who want to come and get involved in this very exciting new craft industry. It'll be fantastic. I really look forward to having him there and entertaining him and mm. introducing him to some of our South African rums. Well, I thought maybe we could raid the coffers of the Cuban ambassador or embassy so that they could actually help us. They could help us to help them sell much, much, much more rum. What do you think about that? I think it would be fantastic. We only have, as far as I'm aware, only one Cuban rum that's marketed in South Africa, and that is Havana Club. Yes. Um, and um, we are one of the few countries in the world that markets um, real Havana Club that comes out of Cuba. Yes, yes. Um, the others come out of Puerto Rico. Yes. But um, they have some fantastic distilleries there with some really good aged rums available. I've tasted a couple of them. Have and you? it would be an absolute godsend if we could ha- get them to just commit to, 
to putting the product into the South African yeah, market. Yeah, I think so. So we're holding thumbs for that, but I'll, <laughs> chat, I'll catch up with you later on today about that. The Fantastic. O- the other thing is, is that I think it's quite a nice platform for anybody out there who's listening, who's interested in entering the liquor trade in South Africa. It's a really, really good product, I think, for a young entrepreneur to grab a hold of. How do they get hold of you, Andy? If somebody wants to get involved in the rum trade, if they want to get involved in making, selling, marketing, tasting, judging, whatever, where are they going to get hold of you? The easiest place would be my website, which is uh, therumbro.co.za. So it's R-U-M-B-R-O. That's me. I am the Rumbro. You are. (laughs) You brother Rum. (laughs) So it's the Rumbro, www.therumbro. Therumbro.co.za. Okay. My contact details on there, my telephone number's on there. Um, and they can look at the Facebook page. I also have a Facebook page with um, the Rumbro on, whilst my own personal Facebook page, which is Andy Kyler, K-I-L-O-H. Okay, well, we're going to put all of those things. Linda was going to do that for me when we finish doing our recording. We're going to put all of that, your history, and even if I can find a picture of you, I'll do it, because I just believe that the rum industry, and specifically you, you've done so much, rewardless, regardless, and tirelessly to try and bring rum to the people of South Africa. So I think let's just jump in, make it a joint effort, show up, do what we have to do, and in the process, enjoy some fabulous rum. Absolutely. It'll be fantastic, and I look forward to it. I really am looking forward to it. I look forward to having um, quite a few of the people who are just the man in the street coming and learning about rum, learning about different rums. It's not yes. just about rum and coke anymore, no. you know, a cocktail. It's about good sipping rums that you can sit after dinner and and it is so delicious. It really is. The different the different tastes and levels of and categories of rum were quite interesting to me when we were doing our tasting as well. But mm. there is nothing quite like that rich, um, toffee, caramel. Oh, it is just so gorgeous. But as you say, a lot of them smell like whiskey. Yes, they do. And you know, particularly the ones that have that have been um, well, not one. Most of them have been aged in wood, and most of them American oak, which yes. is all whiskey is aged in American oak to start mm. with. Mm. So that's where a lot of that taste and flavour profile comes from. Mm. And then you get a good sweetness on the nose from the molasses or the sugarcane juice, but you don't get a sweetness on the palate. Mm. You know, a lot of people add sugars and add caramel and things like yes. that. And that's you know, I don't have any problem with people adding into it, but they must just tell the people what's just in it. Just tell there. us what we're drinking. That's right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Drink what you like, but know what you're drinking. Yeah, exactly. That's always the best way. All right, and well, good luck for next Tuesday. I'm going to do what I can to carry as much sort of interest as we can for next Tuesday because it's at the Rand Park Golf Club. Um, yeah, is yes. the venue that we're using for the Rumbro Enrichment Conference. And as I say, lots of fun. You can buy tickets online, and we would love to see as many of you there as we possibly could. It will all be on the Touch HD um, website as well. So Absolutely. thanks so much for joining us, and good luck Thank for next for Tuesday. Yeah, and we'll chat to you soon. Thanks, Andy. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks, Kerry. Bye. Bye. Digital is the future, and we are that future. We are. Come on. We are. We are. Touch HD.